I don't know the song for sure. See, I've never heard right, the song. So you guys pick a song then that you guys know. No, I said you, you. I mean, no, I was. I, I never sing the intro. I just here to hang I out. I just bring up the song. No, what if I just want to hang out? If you want to hang out, that's fine. You can that's hang fine. out. We don't I have really to sing. Take it away. We don't have to sing at all. But I'll, I'll ruin the streak. There's uh, no streak. There's a little bit of a streak. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got nothing. No, I'm gonna listen to this chicken fried song. The chicken fried. I want to hear it. Do you not know Disney? I know a few songs. You know oh, songs. Aladdin. What's that song? Uh, I can show you the world. A whole new world. Yeah. They definitely already did that. Damn That's already happened. All right. Well, we're, we're out of luck. Oh, Mulan. I was like, you fucking yeah, Mulan, probably. Yeah. Tarzan. Yeah. Tarzan? You'll be in my heart <laughs> by Phil Collins. <laughs> Never heard of it. You probably heard it if you know it. Never heard. Tarzan's nah, you I'm just kidding. I've heard it. <laughs> All right, we're doing this one. Oh, nah. You know what? That would be a good one. The Tarzan one. Alright, just play something, Willie. We'll, 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 I'll, I'll look at the lyrics. And we'll play. What am I playing? <laughs> play something. Just something. Something? Alright, we'll do I'll Make a Man of You, but we'll find the chorus part, because that's the part that everyone knows. Yeah, okay. That could probably work. Alright, let me let me put this on for us. Uh, everything's really blurry, though. I'm, What's wrong with your eyes? You drink too much already? I mean, he had his whole cup. Nah. I mean, not a whole cup. The world is just a little slower than usual. <laughs> no, I think in wine... And... In wine Quantities, Wait, that's a whole cup. Yeah. And wine quantities, that is a whole cup, probably. I'll Make a Man Out of You by Donny Osmond. What? How'd you know that? Because I listen to that song a lot. I start my days with this song. <laughs> <laughs> it is a good hype song. Bro, you know what's actually really great about the song? You know, in the movie, so like in the movie, right, this song plays and it's the whole montage, it's the training montage for Mulan. If you remember it, I don't know when yeah. you last saw the movie. Let's get down to business. I'll explain afterwards. <laughs> To defeat the uh-huh. Which part's the chorus? <laughs> <They send laughs> Which part is the chorus? When I ask for sons, you're the saddest bunch I've ever met. But you can bet before we're through, Mr. I'll make a man out of you. So we're going for the whole song. Okay. I don't know what the chorus. That's that's a song. That's that's that's, that's, that should be the chorus. I think it would be good. No, no. Go go for the gold. Find your center. You are sure to win. Your spineless, pale, pathetic lot, and you haven't got a clue. Somehow I'll make a man out of you. That honestly probably sounds terrible. Yo. I wish I was recording though. You know? 
Dang, it wasn't even, you weren't recording? Of course I was recording, Eddie. Come on, man. Dang, I was going to say that. I don't know, I don't, I don't know <laughs> that if that can it. happen again. That was it. I don't know if that can happen again. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Once a lifetime thing. Welcome to the No Happiness Podcast, where there are no happy and it's just happy friends. It's a podcast where we ask three levels of questions that we normally would, but we don't. And Willie's really rubbing his face very hard. Yo, he's lit. It's he's, really warm. He's drank a lot already. Yo, it's the wine. He's, he pounded some <laughs> wine and Willie is feeling it. You can see it in his face. It's not okay. All right. Well, you're probably hearing a voice that either A, you've heard before, or B, you probably haven't because it's an older episode. But it's uh, Eddie of Many Wisdoms, a.k.a. Eddie Nguyen, a.k.a. Eddie Nguyen, a.k.a. my site anchor when we play Counter-Strike. Hey, (laughs) let's get it. Oh, my God. Willie keeps pounding. Okay. It's, It's that kind of night, I guess. So... Eddie's on the podcast again. We got a, another recurring guest. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank it's you. Nice to finally meet you in person. Actually, this is our first time meeting Eddie. This is live. Well, Have yeah, that's true. In live. No, this is the first time I've met Eddie in person. I, say. I yeah. saw him on voice chat or on video because, like, we had to do it for the podcast. Yeah, but I mean, I've seen him through his pictures on his email. He has a giant smile when he sends you an email. It's just his icon. The whole thing is. <laughs> yeah. Eddie basically messages me and he tells me, you know, I listen to groups of the podcast at a time, right? You, you listen to it in bunches. I binge it. Yeah, I binge it. And then he gives me his critiques as we go along. But it- No, I mean, they're friendly critiques. They're not like, yo, this shit is trash. It's like, here's a suggestion I have now that I've listened to like three or four in a row, which I, I appreciate because it's actual feedback from somebody who listens to them. Where is everyone else? We, we've been asking for emails, and apparently Eddie's like one of the only people that actually sends us emails. You guys ask for emails, and I'm like, yo, should I email it, or should I just tell them? On Discord. On Discord. <laughs> should I just tell them when we're playing Counter-Strike later? Like, right in the middle of a match, like, right when Brian's about to clutch, you're like, yo, Brian, by the way, I think you should do this on the podcast. I'm in a 1v3 situation, I'm, you know, I'm trying to do a retake, and then Eddie's like, hey, hey, I think Willie should be on the podcast more. He should. Willie's been on like the last three or four episodes, I think. Yo, I think the viewers or the listeners will agree that Willie is a... I think he's an integral part to the podcast, too. Extremely. Yeah, but you know, sometimes I'll mess no, with Willie. No, you should relax on the wine, though. I will say that. Nah, he's, but no, he's, this is it. He's We're in. done after this. He's done, yeah. Unless Which Eddie is, goes to his car and gets the other bottle. You're right. That's a lot of wine. That's like three glasses, right? It's a long day. That's like three glasses in the last like 15 minutes. It's a Sunday. It's a long day. It's a Sunday, Uh, It's a Sunday where you have tomorrow off. This is paid. Okay. (laughs) Oh, right. I forgot. It is Valentine's Day. See? No, tomorrow is President's Day. Yeah, but today is Valentine's Day. Today is Valentine's Day. Ah, yes. The pain. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think, yeah. Yeah, it can be. (sighs) A single awareness day for those who are saying. man. (laughs) I didn't even know. I I I didn't even know. Just spend the night with your waifu pillow. That's what it's there for. I mean, it's not your waifu, but... It is not my waifu. It's Dee's waifu. Who's? Dee's waifu. You haven't seen my body? You've never met I haven't. Yeah. No, but you guys, have, you guys referenced it a ton. Yeah, we did reference it. I've been trying to get Dee on the podcast a lot because I want him and Willie to do the newlywed game together. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we would fail it terribly. Like, I don't think we know anything about each other. I don't think you know anything about each other, but if you ask me... It would just be me getting mad at Dee for an hour and going, Dee, why don't you know anything about me? And then that's the content that people want. That sounds like a that sounds like a legit show, right? (laughs) That's basically a show. That's the content people want, Willie. He's hurt me enough. (laughs) (laughs) I've been through enough. 
Uh, okay, so let me give you the quick backstory on Eddie real quick, because I'm thinking that if you haven't heard his episode, I think it's episode 17, 18, 19. Yeah, it's it's somewhere in between wow. there. Yeah. 30-ish, 25-ish episodes ago. Eddie is the friend of a friend of a friend, because actually, I know Steven, who knows a different Alex, who knows Eddie, is essentially the, the, the lineage that we went through. And so... I was playing Counter-Strike one time, or I was chilling on Discord, and then Steven asked me to play Counter-Strike with him and Alex, and then Alex asked Eddie to join us, and then I think we got somebody as a fifth, probably Willie. And that was the first time I, I had talked to Eddie. So that's how we know each other, because I was like, I've never met. And then one time, I needed a guest for the podcast when I was really trying to get a new guest, new guest every week, and then Eddie was just like, he's down. And I was like, ah. And then we discovered Eddie's a cool guy. You know? Oh yeah, it was a super short notice. I, I remember know. that day. I think someone hopped in the dis. I think it was no, you. Yeah, I had it to ask. Yeah. It, was just, it was just me Brian and Alex. Brian needs a guest. has no guest. We need to save a dying ship. <laughs> yeah, no, like, pretty I much. I it, was just, it was just me and Alex. And then Willie hops on. He's like, hey. Emergency. Emergency. No, no, no. It was very casual. He made it seem very casual. He's yeah. like, hey. Yeah. You want to be on a podcast? Anyone want to be on a podcast? And I was like, no, I'm good. Doesn't even think about it. And I'm like, well, that sounds interesting. Yeah, why not? Exactly. And Willie's like, wait, really? And I'm like, yeah. It is a kind of a weird request. I I, I like not. I guess I don't know. I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. So I feel mm-hmm. like podcasts are cool. Yeah, I mean, I enjoy. The thing is, is it's one of those things where it's like we don't even have a real subject about what the podcast is about, and yeah. also it's mainly anybody who listens to this podcast is either a invested in me, b invested in Willie, or c now invested in Eddie, possibly. But <laughs> possibly, <laughs> possibly. <laughs> but the the point I'm trying to make is that like it was a very uh, what's it kind of serendipitous kind of happening because it was just we were playing Counter-Strike and then Eddie came along and then we had a fifth to play with and we were playing pretty consistently for a while and I didn't really know Eddie but then he stepped in for the podcast and then we got to know each other on the podcast Yeah, and you know that's that's my side anchor now I try I try gotten a lot better but still ways to go yeah uh, that's a Counter-Strike term for anybody who's listening doesn't know what that means but, but essentially Eddie handles the defense on a particular site. I'm not going to get into the logistics of Counter-Strike right now because that's not what this podcast is about. I don't know what this particular podcast is going to be about, but we did want to talk about, real quick, just kind of address a kind of serious topic because it seemed like we all had heard in the news or different avenues where we were like seeing that there are a rise, or not a rise, but a more publicized version to see of hate crimes against Asians, especially older Asians and Asian Americans. We just wanted to like, kind of address how we feel about that because I, we talked about it briefly before the episode, and I know I'm kind of on a rant right now, and I'll let Eddie and Willie talk about it too. One thing is that it it's already shitty that it's a hate crime, but to attack somebody who's old, that's just shitty. No matter how you slight, like I, I can't. There's no way to justify it unless he's fucking eighty year old Hitler. Like, what is the cause? What's the reasoning here? Yeah, it's one hundred percent scumbag. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's messed up. And there's like, it's not even debatable, the video that I saw at least, of the the 84-year-old Thai man that got pushed. Because maybe you were like in a crowded area and like he bumped into you and you didn't know and you kind of like shoved him by accident. That would be really shitty of you still. Yeah. But it was clear that this dude ran up on this guy and just shoved him into the ground and then he later died. What the fuck, right? Yeah, no, for sure. It was was pretty shitty. I mean, he was minding his own business, the old man. He was just walking... Very gingerly down the block, and next thing you know, the guy comes out of nowhere, out of the frame, and just hits him. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's probably extra terrifying to be honest, because if you 
no like i mean we're at the age where our parents are probably on the older side or we know older asian people that is just that's that's pretty concerning yeah because i mean obviously my dad he 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 owns a store in dc and so it's a little bit concerning because he does deal with people who try to like you know shoplift and things like that and he's always been the kind of guy that like snatches people as they're doing it yeah and so he's confrontational because you kind of have to be if you own a shop in dc because you can't let that shit slide because if you do people come back and try and do it again and then their friends come back yeah, and exactly it's, it's, it's yeah. a whole thing you gotta really like nip that shit in the bud as yeah. soon as you can i think about that and i was like that that shit is kind of scary though because it's like if somebody were to run up on my dad i'm just that would be fucking terrifying it would be right and, yeah and it's not even shoplifting related it's because misinformation out there and just hatred that people just want to be mad about shit yeah no for sure 100 percent. you okay willie yeah, no, I mean, when COVID first started, there was so much ignorance that it's, there, like, this was, there are so many hate crimes all over the place that it's, know, it's pretty triggering that people are, can be so ignorant and act on it. It's mm-hmm. nuts. Yeah. I think one of the first videos came out in New York and my mom lives there. So my brother and I were considering visiting, but my mom literally told us like, hey, might not be a good idea considering how many hate crimes are happening at yeah. the beginning of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. To see it like continue now, it's like. Wow. It's, yeah, it's pretty nuts. Wait, hold on. You have a brother? I do. A younger brother. A no younger. one's ever met him. No one's ever met him. No one's ever met him. He doesn't play him. video games. No. Absolutely oh. not. He, we're, we're nothing alike. So yeah, he doesn't play video games. This is... I mean, we're just learning about Eddie. But okay, back back to the subject we were talking about. But yeah, it's, it's one of those things that you just feel bad about. And it's, it's because, you know, we just went through this whole thing about race as it is because we, you know, there was a whole thing with George Floyd and Black Lives Matter. And... If we went through this whole process, and I'm not saying it's the same thing, but it's like you would think after something like that would happen, people would be more understanding of a whole situation that just happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because think about all the people that weren't black that also stood up for George Floyd and all those things that happened. And come on, like, let's realize that this is an issue that's not related to race. It's a fucking virus. And then on top of that, like, what are hate crimes solving? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess, like, in reality, every group has, like, the batch of rotten eggs, you can call it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I see what you're saying, for sure. And you're right. Like, it's you would think that because of BLM, mm-hmm. like, people would be more aware, but they're not, yeah. I guess. But, I mean, it's good, though, that these past incidences, most more recently, mm-hmm. they're getting publicized. Because, I mean, let's be real, like, Asian people have always been like discriminated against it's just yeah. we don't complain about it i guess mm-hmm. i mean that's just like the asian culture we're, we're, we're way more passive we are way more passive. yeah I've, yeah I've talked about this too yeah but i agree it's it's definitely a big deal because when you talk about it like that it, i didn't find out about this happening until i saw it on social media from like I, all i have is a twitter where i look for memes and shit but also i follow some so like asian celebrity youtubers from back in the day because that's what i watched when i was younger yeah but I didn't find out in the news. I didn't find out through like trending or anything like that. It was, it was Tim Chantarangsu, aka Timothy Delaghetto, that tweeted about it, and I was like, oh, like what happened here? And then I saw it. I was like, oh shit, like what is this? Yeah. And to think that I get that news from an influencer before I get that news from the news or anything trending or you know popular or like maybe a friend would send me. I don't know. That's that's kind of triggering, right? Because yeah. it's like you're saying. It, 
Asians, we don't really like to complain. And yeah. then the thing is, is because we don't like to complain, then we get this other, that, that, that creates a whole other problem, right? The model minority problem. Oh man. I was just going to say that. Yeah, exactly. The Dude. model minority thing. The whole thing about that is just super annoying too, because it's like, oh, you're, you're basically a white person. It's like, no, I'm not basically a white person. I'm not. A <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that, just as, as ignorant as the other side, to be honest. Yeah, and it's people are always like, but your stereotypes are good. People will assume that you know martial arts or you're good at math, so those are good stereotypes. So why are you complaining? And I'm just thinking, no, but, they're not. They're not. No stereotype is good. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like uh, stereotypes, yeah, are funny when they're funny, right? I, I'm I'm the first person to admit, like, if somebody makes a funny Asian joke, yeah. I'm willing to laugh at the joke. It's just, is it funny? Because so many of them are just ignorant and stupid, and then repeated constantly yeah right because you're not even like think about the fact that we're there's so many different kinds of asian people and literally the only jokes we ever get are about chinese people yeah for sure how uncreative is that yeah that or like no matter what asian you are you're chinese Mm. to them like Mm -hmm. oh look at this chinese guy like not huge difference but that's okay it's i guess this is the topic of the episode is just complaining about the bullshit that asian people deal with but the other part of it, too, is that people always want to guess what you are, right? Do you guys get offended when they ask you to speak your language? Or I if you find can? it fucking annoying, personally. It's still, I tell people I don't just so I don't have to, like, Wait, do you speak translate. Vietnamese? I do speak Vietnamese. You speak the devil's tongue, as Willie says? Yo, I speak pretty fluently, too. But when you people, speak pretty fluently? When people ask, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I don't know. I don't, I don't know any of it. And that ends the conversation there. Yeah. But it's the most annoying thing ever. And that's the thing. Is it annoying because it's kind of like racist or is it annoying because like people always ask me all the time? I don't know. You know, that's a question we, I, I'd honestly have to ask somebody else, right? Because do Spanish people or Latin people get the question constantly if they're Spanish, can you speak Spanish for me? I don't know, actually. I don't think so, but I don't actually know that experience. I think it's it's like generally okay if they sh- they're genuinely interested in your language and they've already done their own research. Like if they try to speak with you and you're like they ask you to speak with them, it's like all right because they're just showing genuine interest yeah. and they really like your culture. The intent matters. Compared, yeah, compared to someone that just goes up to me like, "Oh, you're Vietnamese. Can you speak it for me?" Like they just want to hear you speak another. Or language. when they ask you to like, speak Asian. <laughs> oh yes, that's yeah. Like it, it really depends on the intent. If they're just like if they're trying to have a conversation with me and they're they're actually really interested in Vietnamese, I'm like yeah okay. But you know it's funny though in our area it's like as equally as people asking me what how do I say this in Vietnamese, the next the next most common response I get is Duma. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. yeah yep. We that's grew the- up with that. Like, that was like all. That was our entire high school. No, but that's like that's what everyone. Anyone who says they know a little bit of Vietnamese or know how to say something in Vietnamese, that's it. That, that was literally or, our high school growing up. I'm like, oh, my ears. Those, those are like the two common things in our high school. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that's one of those things where I think people kind of mistake it because I'm not saying that being Asian is being worse. Like I'm not here to get on a soapbox and say it's more hard, it's more difficult to be Asian than it is to be black or to be Latin, to be whatever it is. It's just just different issues for different people. Right. And so why not just recognize the fact that there's other problems to solve and not just sit here and say, Oh, our problems are worse. Do you know what I mean? For sure. We can all equally hate white people. No, I'm kidding. I think they're not all not all white people are the problem. I'm totally joking, but the whole thing is just very difficult to like navigate. 
it's just the ignorance yeah yeah and then it's just like it's just a matter of informing and educating people yeah making them aware it's also like you said it's any and this is this is going to be a generalization for some people that might say but i would say any asian person has dealt with a fair amount of racism that hasn't come from white people and that's the truth right but the thing about that is is that it's that's born in ignorance it's the every every group has its batch of rotten eggs essentially like you were saying earlier yeah for sure are, are you still drinking Willie? well at least there's no more left in the bottle yeah eddie looks very concerned for you i could see i could see true concern on Yo, eddie's. his head's on the table what are you are you not concerned i've seen willie drink he, he the table is very cold and i'm Will, very warm yeah willie texted me once that he was a happy noodle and, I was, and it was like 1 a.m. And I was like, what the hell's going on? And then he sent me a picture of himself wrapped in a blanket. And I was like, oh, okay. Ah, uh, yes. No, it's because Brian's brother is the one who taught me how to drink. And he taught me to always chug. You know, incidentally, Eddie, you look a lot like my older bro- my oldest brother, actually, kind of. Is this a compliment oh. or? Oh, that's true. He looks a lot like Fee. Before I, I, Fee became a father. Before Fee became a father. <laughs> before Fee became a father. Now Fee looks like every other dad. <laughs> More or less, the joke is that my my brother put on a fair amount of he put on a fair amount of dad weight because kids. damn you calling me fat? No, no, no. I was like before, before he oh, became okay. a father. No, before he became a father. Yeah. Now Fee still looks good, but he now just looks he like just a dad. Has dad weight. He looks. Like, he literally looks like a dad father. Hey, I heard that. I heard that girls prefer dad bods over like guys who are like ripped. I I hear that I don't know if I believe it but at the same time it makes sense there's a science behind it something about like guys think that's what girls want like a ripped like like muscles and stuff like that Uh and as much as girls do appreciate it I think at the end of the day girls prefer someone who's more down to earth and lovable I, I think that's true right but also, I think there's a caveat to that because I think in people's brains, what yeah. they think is dad bod versus like what's attractive dad bod. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So there's, 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 there's a fine line. There's a very fine line <laughs> that is very miscommunicated. For example, uh, what's his face? He's very popular right now. He's, he's, he's a younger actor. He's into all the boys or what like uh, the movie, the very popular like movie series right now to all the boys I've ever loved. Whatever. Do you know who I'm talking about? I do. I've don't know i know the girl lana that's lana right Condor, it, yeah but the dude who's in that movie her boyfriend yeah i think they're dating irl i have no idea if they're dating in real life but my whole point is that oh his name is noah centineo noah centineo he's an example yeah. of being he's he's in shape right yeah but he's not like ripped is my whole point that's like i think what girls are finding attractive because he's the kind of he looks like he's in shape but he doesn't look like he's eating only tuna. That's what's up, though. He's lowering the standards for all of us. Which is good. <laughs> I, <laughs> hey, we'll take it. We'll take what we can get. I mean, Eddie is already apparently a superstar boyfriend, according to the stories I've heard, at least. Wait, what stories have you heard? You told me that your your girlfriend lives six hours away and you you visited her a few times, despite the fact that your car got fucked twice doing it. She do live far. <laughs> But I mean, come on. I think like, okay, okay, you know, but that's the thing, right? This isn't the first time on this podcast that we talked about, you know, us guys doing something for a girl. Oh, yes. The simping episode? The yeah. Simp- yes, the simping episode where y'all walked like, who was it that walked that like? That was just, like, Alex, Alex is the only one who uses his legs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone else uses their brain. <laughs> <laughs> Alex uses his legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Alec talked about how he like uh, rode the metro, didn't realize that the metro was closing, so he got stuck at a different stop, and it was like 2 a.m., so he had to walk down Route 50, eight miles or something. I don't remember exactly. He, how he, journey, he basically journeyed across Virginia, the he tip walked, of Virginia. He traveled twice. across the, the northern tip, <laughs> yeah, northern tip of Virginia. Not once, twice. Multiple times. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it. you know, you do if it if the person's worth it, then you uh, then everything you do should feel worth it or be worth it. Yeah. I yeah. agree. Yeah. I mean, I don't disagree. I'm just saying yeah. that Eddie does things that I don't think necessarily other people would do. I would do for the right person as well. You you, you wouldn't do that? I would. Oh, okay. I said oh, I would also oh, okay. do yeah, for yeah. the right person. Right, right, right. Yeah. That's why. I, but I think like a lot of... I noticed that a lot of couples, the effort falls off. The effort all. falls off. How long have you been dating your girlfriend? Three years. You, you sound uncertain. Are you going to get in trouble? <laughs> Nah, this actually this February was two years. Okay. Whoa. No. Well, this yeah, pretty much. Okay. Basically, yes. Basically, yes. Basically. Oh, because it's it's probably like a situation where you don't actually know when your first date was. Uh, well, we went on our first date on Valentine's Day three years ago. Oh, oh wow! Oh, Anniversary. Bro, what are you doing here? <laughs> Man, she lives far away. <laughs> Bro, all right. Look, for you listeners, after, after understand the last two times I've gone. <laughs> Like, I've hit a deer, so my car was in the shop for a month, and then a the time after that, someone vandalized my car. It's I after- can't believe somebody vandalized your car, too. For what reason? Do you know why? Yeah, so, uh, there's a lot of crackheads in that town. Yeah, well, there's a lot of crackheads in West Virginia in general. Fun fact, Huntington, West Virginia is the heroin overdose capital of the U.S. <laughs> that is where her school is. That doesn't seem like a good place for a school. Have you, have you seen uh, We Are Marshall? No. The movie, Football? I, right. I know of the movie, but I haven't seen it. That's that's basically where her school is. Oh, yeah, I see. Not a good place for a school, but you know that's a whole different discussion. Oh, uh, you know, actually, that's actually in also another interesting topic because I've noticed that where there's a lot of high schools that kind of are in that situation where they have really great sports or football. Yeah, and then because of that, if they don't get into colleges to play football, they usually have a lot of problems with people who stay in town essentially and then don't know what to do with their lives. Yeah. And that, that, that sounds like what you're describing is that if you're in that area and you go to a very famous high school, you play football and you don't get into a D1 school or a college program, then it, it kind of turns out for you, which is unfortunate. Yeah, pretty much. It's, like a, it's almost like a gamble. Have you heard about, th- this is unrelated, but have you heard about that conspiracy theory about why football became so popular in America? Nope. Mall ears. Okay. So this is, we're just doing whatever we do on this podcast, which is the tangents we all love. So the <laughs> conspiracy theory is that... The advertising for football as a sport went up greatly after World War One because they, the U.S. wanted the best army in the world, and that's that's how the army started kind of making partnerships with football, and so they started doing that and then making it seem like football was the best sport in the U.S. and it, it kept getting pushed and getting pushed and things. So all of these people that play football and you have to be aggressive probably to play football like there's got you got to want to hit basically 100 percent, and you got to be athletic and you got to you know there's there's all of this worth stuff to it and then there's only a certain amount of those people logistically that can make it to the next level and then the next level is after college would be the nfl right yeah so you're talking about less than one percent that make it to the nfl and then less than one percent probably of all high school players that make it to college so then all of these people that are getting their brain knocked around and then focus purely on football, don't know what to do with their lives after high school. Yeah. And so then, oh, it's like 
you know, I've heard the army, and the army is always kind of in it because they're just like sponsoring teams constantly, and they're also. That's interesting. I think that's why it's uh, it's interesting too because I wonder if there's a correlation between like you know how like football is so big in Texas. Yeah. I wonder if there's a lot of like recruiting stations down there. Uh yeah, I would guess so. Yeah, I would. If, if, there's probably some crazy correlation. Makes sense. Yeah, I believe it. I, I'm I'm totally yeah. When I heard that theory, I was yeah. My tinfoil hat is on. Is Willie out? Have we lost him? Yo, Willie. Is he breathing? Mm-hmm. Okay, he's breathing. <laughs> this is good news. He's still alive. That's a conspiracy theory unrelated to everything we were talking about. Basically, we all went on this tangent, but the whole thing we wanted to talk about was that the hate crimes. Yes. We bad. want to kind of address that they're terrible. They are bad. We also acknowledge that it's not every person in every race. It's a batch of rotten eggs, but we don't have the solution. But it's one of those things that I think, as long as we're talking about it, trying to figure out a solution, that's got to count for something. Yeah. And eventually, there has to be some kind of action. I agree with that, for sure, too. But I think it's... I feel like... The issue is systemic. Yeah. And it's going to take a long time to fix. Because, I mean, same thing with BLM, right? Like, mm-hmm. how African Americans are, like, oppressed institutionally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right? So, like, you think about it, like, they say, like, oh, the common joke's like, oh, you know, like, African American boys grow or kids grow up without their dad. Yeah. Because the dad gets locked up, right? So, like, with that, with the father figure out of the picture, they don't have a role model growing up. They don't mm-hmm. have a mentor. Yeah. And the cycle just repeats. The next, you know, he grows up. He has a family, then he gets locked up. And it's just like, it's a never-ending cycle. Like, my opinion, if I feel like the solution starts with the, like, the kids, the youth. The youth. You, you educate them. Provide more mentorship programs, like lead them the right way. Yeah. Yeah, there's no way they're going to end up... I mean, yeah, there'll be like a small batch of people who inevitably will end up the, in the wrong place. But yeah. It's very hard to reach everybody, right? You do the right. best that you can. And it, there's... This is a whole butterfly effect thing because you don't, you never know what one small event basically changes everybody's life at some point or some point or another. But I do agree with you that education is a huge component of it. But the other part of it is, is that people need to recognize how fucking blatant the political rigging is in a lot of ways, right? Yeah. Money talks though. Money talks though, but it's simple stuff like, I, how can anybody argue that closing voting stations before they're meant to close or you know having one voting station in a whole fucking district or something like you know what I mean? like there's all these like things that are very obvious once you learn about them but yeah. they're just not well publicized and that's I feel like no one's willing to do anything about it until it affects them though right yeah that's yeah. fair that's a good point yeah like prime examples are like this is probably a hot topic oh this might be a hot take a hot take this might be a hot take okay. but a lot of people are like yo they don't want to see none of that like BLM stuff on like when they're watching sports yeah football basketball like they don't really mm-hmm. care for like the kneeling and stuff like that because yeah. they want to just get away from like all the drama yeah but to me it's like yo that's a privilege yeah 100% no 100% the fact that you're choosing to ignore it while there are people out there who can't ignore it like yo 100% privilege yeah it's also <laughs> People that say they don't want politics in their sports, I'm just like, bro, just don't watch the first 10 minutes. And then also, have you considered why it's necessary to play the national anthem before sports? Yeah. Just, just it, it's not necessary. It, sure, you could argue that it's been tradition, and I would, I would accept that argument. Sure. Yeah. That makes sense. We've done it for X amount of years, but to be honest, you kind of also have to question why we started it in the first place, right? Yeah. And it's more about kind of instilling patriotism before sports events, or you could argue that it's... Going back to my conspiracy theory about people wanting needing needing people to join the army, so whatever you want to do, right? Yeah. The whole point though is is that 
the athletes are people too, and they're expressing their opinion and their political beliefs. The only reason I would say it needs to draw a line is when you kind of get to a point where you're putting out misinformation. That's where it's really yeah. the dangerous part of it. Absolutely. You can express an opinion, but when you're expressing misinformation or you're kind of... And it's not even misinformation necessarily that's blatant. It's sometimes it's misinformation of comparing two things that are not the same thing and saying, oh, this is the same thing. Because, for example, Gina Carano, I don't know if you watched The Mandalorian. Have we talked about this? Yeah. Well, we haven't talked about it, but I heard about it. Yeah. So she got fired because she compared being a Republican to being a Jew in like the Holocaust period or something. Yeah. And that just seems... I, I mean, you're talking about genocide versus people got kicked off of Twitter because they were inciting opinions that were attacked. Like, I understand the larger idea that you feel like conservative opinions are getting censored, but nobody's censoring you for saying that tax rates should be lower. That's not what's happening. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Those bad eggs, right? Those I, bad eggs. I mean, at least they did something about it, though, right? They didn't let, just let it slide. They didn't ignore it. Yeah, but the, the part that scares me about it is that those people will feel like they're validated now. And I don't mean to say those people like they're a separate race or something. I just mean people who believe what Gina Carano said, that there's, there's got to be some subset that basically agrees with that being a Republican is being the same as a Jew during the Holocaust period, which is a very extreme comparison, right? It's a bad analogy. It is. Horrible. And... Yeah. and so my whole point is that that's going to kind of galvanize that group of people. And I don't want people to be misunderstood, but you also have to kind of get on the same page that that's not an apt comparison. It, it's clear why that's such a bad thing because you're putting out clear misinformation Yeah, and you're just making problems essentially. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So today we got on a soapbox and we put out complaints and we talked about our thoughts on the world unintentionally. We got really drunk. Willie looks blasted right now. He looks like he's in pain. I note to self, no alcohol for Willie. Alcohol is oh. fine in moderation. <laughs> the, story, the story that Willie was trying to tell, actually, before we got derailed, because I said that you look like my oldest brother, Yeah, is that my oldest brother used to drink a lot of people under the table. Willie, notably, was drunk under the table by my brother multiple times. Ah, uh, yes. So Willie is always trying to catch up and drink against my oldest brother. But I keep telling him that you cannot drink dark-skinned Asians. Yo, is that a thing? I, I don't know if it's like... I could drink thing. a lot. For those of you listening, like, you guys, I've never drank with you guys, but I could drink a lot. Yeah, no, see, that's the thing. I believe that, though. Because my personal experience, I don't know if other people share this opinion, but in my personal experience, dark-skinned Asians <laughs> drink light-skinned Asians way under the table. Like, I, I had my heyday, sure, in college. I put away some, some alcohol, sure, yeah. but... Honestly, in my natural state, I'm a lightweight. I'm chilling. This is news to me. You know, spread the word. Yo. We're making stereotypes. I'm going to start keeping track. <laughs> I'm like, every time, every Asian I drink with, like, yo. I'm going to pull up, like, what is it, that, that family guy, like, uh, the skin complexion chart. And just like, yo, how dark is he? Like, yo, he's in the past. <laughs> he's he's, he's going to crush this. <laughs> it's like uh, how many how many six packs do you think we need for the party? It's like uh, what's the what's the average complexion of this party? Let me know. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh <laughs> uh, man, we were just talking about how terrible stereotypes are, and then I just dropped another one. That's <laughs> hey, but this is funny though. <laughs> this is funny. It's it's for the co- pe- per, like comedy purposes, and it's also obviously talking about Asian people and my personal experience. The other part of it too is. <laughs> 
Asian people hate Asian people enough to the point we don't need other people to hate us. Yeah. Like, it's okay if, like, another, like, we hate ourselves, but, like, when someone else starts hating us, like, yo, relax. Yeah. It's like, it's like, a big no-no. Chill with that. Yeah. It's, we already deal with that enough. I already deal with the fact that Chinese people hate me, right? You know what I mean? Just yeah. for being Vietnamese, because it's, like, I'm not a tier one Asian. Oh, you know what? You know who's, you know what group of people, you know what group of Asians are super, like, exclusive and hate every other Asian? Ah, uh, hold on. Let me think about this. I'm trying to think if there's something that... Okay, they don't hate them, but 100% they look down on other Asians. Not Wait, now that I say that out loud, I feel like that's every Asian group. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm right. yeah, you're kind of describing all of them right now. All right, but that, see, that, proves, that proves the point though, right? It does prove a point. Yeah. Uh, Asians are, I mean, to be honest, anybody, anybody who grew up Asian American has dealt with probably a good chance that they've dealt with that themselves where they kind of see how clicky things are. Because there's, you know what's funny about that is that there's always an Asian student association yeah. in anywhere you go. But that Asian student association is always predominantly something. This is true. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's predominantly Vietnamese or it's predominantly Chinese or it's predominantly whatever Asian. Yeah. And then, it's so it's basically a pseudo Chinese student association or something like that. Yeah. Are you okay, Willie? You better fall out of your chair. <laughs> okay. Willie's, Willie's trying to survive to the end of this podcast. We're, we're getting close. <laughs> <laughs> But I, yeah, I have no idea where you were going with that, Eddie, other than, yeah, Asians hate other Asians as it is already. Oh, you know what's funny? I don't know how many Hispanic friends you guys have, but I think Hispanics are the same way. No, no, Apparently, like, you know, the Central Americans have the thing against, like, like the South, South Americans. Americans. Yeah, it's... It's a whole thing. Yeah. That's the word on the street. I've heard that, too. Yeah. But that doesn't seem to be the case with white people. You know what's funny? Have you guys seen Peaky Blinders? Yeah. Yo, they're so racist against... Other, like, the white people on there are so racist against oh, the other white people. the other white people, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I guess that's something, you know, they, they had the... the uh, what's the, the luxury to afford that back in that time? Yeah. I didn't know you watched Peaky Blinders. Yo, it's my shit. That's your shit? Yeah. Yeah, Peaky Blinders is a good show, but I haven't seen it. So, I don't watch I don't watch much shows. I'd say, like, past two years, that's the only show, non-anime show I've watched. Oh. Yo, that's my shit. Yo, Peaky Blinders is good. Yeah. Thomas Shelby... You don't want to relate to Thomas Shelby, but then you relate to Thomas Shelby. He's such a boss. Yo, he's badass as fuck. Yo, oh, I don't want to. No spoilers. But, but he's flawed as hell. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing, I also love that 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 uh, that clip from Peaky Blinders has become such a meme. Which one? The one where they're in the kitchen and Tom uh, Thomas is like pushing other people around. He's like, no fighting, no fighting, no fighting. Oh, yeah. Then, no <laughs> fight. And then the shit like the waiter runs into. He's like, fuck off me. <laughs> I didn't realize that till now that you pointed out that he did that. Yeah. Yeah. But I like I want to recreate that meme and I want to do it for our Counter Strike team. It's like, no baiting, no baiting, no baiting, entry frag. <laughs> <laughs> It'd go viral, one hundred percent. I it probably could. Just make the GIF, throw it on Reddit. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the key. You throw it on Reddit, you just hope it runs. Get yeah. the upvotes. Spreads like fire. The upvotes. Yo, Willie's. Either he's turning Super Saiyan right now, or he's about to die. Like I'm not sure which is about to happen. I'm awakening. I'm coming out of. You're awakening. You're passing the drunk. I'm coming out of. You're passing the. I'm not asleep anymore. Okay, that's good to hear. You're definitely super low on the volume, but we're just gonna have to deal with that because yeah, you're in and sleepy. out. It makes me really sleepy. Yeah, I can see that. Dang. Yeah. Good thing I brought cookies. Yeah. Eddie did bring cookies. No, no. If I drink enough, I can get out of the sleepy state. So you want more drinks is what you're saying. I go into a drunken state. 
and then I'm not sleeping anymore. I should probably, I mean, you know, the thing is, is how much of that song do you think we're going to keep in the intro? You want just the chorus? I'm asking you because I got to think about if I'm going to stop the podcast or if we want to go for another I think you should just listen to it and then cut The off. whole thing. Yeah, listen yeah. to what you like and then cut Listen to what I'm holding. Yeah, pretty much. You know, it's not that, it's not, good thing we record on a Sunday, right? You have like, yeah. like three days to edit. Yeah, yeah, yeah there you but go. I'm still not going to edit until Tuesday night. So <laughs> <laughs> procrastination at its finest. It's not my procrastination. It's yo, yo, Brian, the best signal's out. And I'm just like, okay, I'll go back out of structure. <laughs> I think that's a, that's a good, that's a good episode. I don't know what we're going to title the episode. Yeah. I'll, I'll leave that in your just hands. Just talking about being Asian. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically what it was. It was just discussing what it's like being Asian, Asian American kind of yeah. We didn't play yesterday because you weren't, you never got on. I told Brian that before. He's what? like yes. the linchpin. Yeah. Yo, yo, Eddie. Okay, you know what? We're gonna discuss Counter Strike things after the podcast. Actually, I'm not gonna talk about it on the podcast because most people won't find it as interesting. That's but there's definitely fair. things to talk about. Uh, if this podcast brought any value to your life, please fight, follow, like, subscribe on the various platforms that we're on: Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts. Still trying to work on this Apple Podcast situation. Might be into Castbox soon. Who knows? Uh, if you have any questions, thoughts, or concerns, you can send that to nohappynewspodcast at gmail.com and we also have an Instagram that you can follow and comment on those videos as well because I post clips of the episodes that we're on. And there's talks about making a YouTube, but we'll see how that goes. But another avenue possibly to comment. Thank you for listening. I, oh, that's new. I'm thanking people for listening. That's what's up. Yo, good job, Eddie. You're welcome. <laughs> no happiness podcast at gmail.com. Okay, bye. <laughs> Bye-bye.